Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Obviously, each firm has its own interview style and approach. And what I want to talk to you today is just a little bit about each of the different kinds of interview approaches used by the big four, McKinsey, Rollenberger, BCG, and Bain. Now, before I get into the different styles between the interviewing firms, I just want to talk briefly about the different types of interviews because I do find candidates misinterpret the kinds of interviews they're going to face. At the highest level, you could face two types of questions. Either you face estimation questions or you face cases. Estimation questions are things like estimate the number of ping pong balls that can fit into a Boeing, estimate the market size for iPods in Sri Lanka, estimate the amount of fruit juice drunk in the United States in a year. Those are estimation questions. They tend to be shorter in nature, five minutes to six minutes you were given to solve them and you've got to estimate everything. Basically, the interviewer gives you nothing to work with. My opinion is they're the easiest of all the cases if you have the right structure and approach. And if you're struggling with those cases, you are going to struggle with full cases. Full cases, the second major category of cases, where you're given something like told that Boeing's profitability is dropping due to a change in their procurement policies and they want you to look at the problem. Cases come in a variety of formats. I mean, if you go to the monitor cases and the new Bain and the new BCG format, you could be given something like a printed piece of paper, a couple of them, with uh, information about the case, graphs, and some questions which you meant to solve, put into a PowerPoint and then present. Or you could just be having a discussion with an interviewer where he throws out the case to you without any data, and you meant to then solve it by collecting information from him. So there are a variety of formats of full-blown cases, but it's either written or it's either a verbal. If it's verbal, you still have to do writing on a piece of paper, but the case is given to you verbally. If it's written, the case is given to you on a piece of paper. In my opinion, the more difficult ones are the verbal ones because it basically hands the accountability to the interviewee to extract information from the interviewer. So it's a little bit more difficult to do. The written cases are much more popular amongst Monitor, who pioneered the format, and it's now being adapted and used by Bain and BCG. McKinsey is not yet using it. Roland Berger uses it in some offices, I've seen. I find written cases to be interesting, but not very effective. And I do find firms like Deloitte and Minto, who do use written cases, rely too heavily on testing quantitative skills. They don't test conceptual logic as well. While I find BCG, Bain, Monitor, McKinsey test conceptual thinking, the strategy side of it, far more effectively. While Deloitte and Monitor rely on the fact that if you solve the cases well and you do the math well, you must be a good consultant, which is not the case. You can do the math well and still be a bad consultant, in my opinion. So after we look at estimation cases and full cases, and full cases take anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes to solve, and they are much more tougher, we can also get to brainstorming. Now, brainstorming is not exactly a case. If you look at full cases, like the one about the Boeing example, within the Boeing case, you may be asked to do an estimation calculation. 
Within the Boeing case, you may be asked to brainstorm. I've spoken earlier about how to brainstorm, but uh, brainstorming can be a full case. I've been in situations where I've told a candidate, you know, brainstorm for me why the auction value for Sotheby's in the UK has dropped for their paintings, and they've got to brainstorm it, and then we build a whole discussion around that. Other examples of cases which don't fit exactly this classification I gave, but they do fit into the broader case segment you know, of the Boeing example would be things like to explain what Groupon's business model is, explain how they make money, explain where their biggest costs lie. That, those are full-blown cases, all delivered verbally. Now, those are the types of cases. Now, how the cases are conducted? Well, there's basically three kinds of ways it's going to be conducted. Either it's going to be you given the information, given 20-30 minutes to solve it, and then someone comes into the room and you meant to explain your reasons to them. But even within that type of example, I would say there's only two ways cases can be run. They can either be led by the interviewer, the person interviewing you, or they can be led by the interviewee, which is yourself. Interviewee-led cases, in my opinion, are much more difficult because you have to take control of the case. Interviewer-led cases are much more easier because basically you meant to come up with your structure and the interviewer probes certain areas and you meant to respond to the questions. Now that we know the different kinds of cases, just to recap, you get estimation cases, you get full-blown cases. Within full-blown cases, you can be asked to do an estimation, a brainstorming, and so on. Between estimation and full-blown cases, you can either have interviewee-led or interviewer-led. Every other type of case you're going to face falls into one of these categories. There's no other way to change them. Let's talk about the rank and order of which cases are the most difficult from the firms you will face. And this may surprise you, and I'm going to explain the reasons. It's important you understand the reasons. I would rank the order of difficulty here as Bain being the most difficult. McKinsey and Rollenberg, I think, would be tied for two, and BCG being third. Now, if you interpret this to mean the cases must be harder, therefore they must be the better firm, then you are wrong. You do not confer prestige and great consulting on the difficulty of the cases and the difficulty to get in. Why are Bain cases harder? Let me explain to you why they are harder. Bain is a minnow. They are the little guppy in the ocean of management consulting. I mean, they're big, but they're not the size of BCG and McKinsey. Those are the monsters of management consulting. Because Bain is so much smaller, in some of the offices in major economies like South Africa and Moscow, they only have like 25 people. I mean, they're that tiny. Because they are so much smaller, they hire less people. So if Bain arrives at a university and they only hire two people from your class, it's not necessarily, it's not because they have greater hiring standards, it's because they just take in few people. And because they take in fewer people, it's much more harder to be in top 5% of that group. Think about it. If Bain comes to your class and there's 100 people in your class and you have to be in the top two to get into Bain, it's a lot harder than to be one of the 10 McKinsey would be hiring because McKinsey is much larger. So that's why Bain moves to the front of the group. It's because they hire much fewer people. That is why they get ahead of, of the curve in terms of the difficulty of the case. You have to try that much more harder to get ahead. McKinsey is tough. But I do feel that McKinsey, Rollenberg, and BCG are very similar in the difficulty. So it is very hard to distinguish them. The only reason I put McKinsey ahead of Rollenberg and BCG to some extent here is because McKinsey tends to, I think, be much more disciplined in testing both the conceptual side and I think the problem-solving side, the, the so-called math side of things. 
McKinsey cases, the first round would be interviewer-led, where you're meant to come up with your framework, and then the interviewer asks you about six questions on your framework. And then it's easy. You don't have to guess what the issues are. The interviewer is giving it to you. So in that way, McKinsey first round is the easiest first round you're ever going to face. McKinsey first round, in my opinion, is the easiest first round of any of the major firms. McKinsey second round is a totally different story where it's a lot tougher. And depending on the partner you engage, it can be very difficult. And I think that the McKinsey discipline in terms of testing mathematical rig and forcing you to do unit conversions and so on is a little bit tougher than the other firms. But just coming back to Bain, Bain is also quite hectic in terms of using graphs and so on, and they tend to be far more hectic in the terms of the amount of graphs used and the amount of data they give you. That's one of the reasons they would also go to a first position. Roland Berger, I find them quite to be quite interesting. I've seen them use quite innovative cases to test candidates who have worked in previous consulting firms and to demonstrate they have the leadership skills to manage projects. I haven't seen any other firm doing it. I'm still not sure if that is something they should be doing, but what I do like about Rollenberg is that the only firm I've seen of anyone who puts a principal in to do a first-round case. That is one reason they would go ahead of BCG. I mean, it's not because their cases are harder, it's because they have someone, I think, more capable doing the first-round case. BCG, the reason I put BCG so at the end, because... It's not a negative thing to be at the end of this list. It's actually a positive thing in BCG's case. The cases are, I think, a little bit easier at BCG because, and let me explain this to you, I think BCG tests conceptual logic more than the other firms. With BCG, if you get the concept right and you do understand the conceptual issues and your math's okay, they will let you in. I also find BCG is willing to take a chance with candidates. They are willing to say, hey, look, hold on a second. This guy, you may not have the traditional background, but he's smart or she's smart, she's innovative, she's clever, she's bold in her assertions or his assertions, so let's hire them. That's why I'd put BCG at the end. It's not because it's easier to get into BCG, because I think BCG takes into consideration more attributes versus what other firms consider. I think Bain is most narrow in the way they screen candidates, and look, I'm, I used to be in consulting, so I know that, and we also deal with over 100 candidates a year, so we can obviously crunch a lot of data across Kansas to see who got in and who didn't get in. Again, just to recap, McKinsey come in second purely because they take in more candidates so that it's a lot easier to get in on a pure numbers game. But I do find the second round to be very tough in terms of the way they force you to do conversions and calculations. Roland Berger, the only firm putting principles in to do first round, which I find very impressive and a strong commitment to recruiting. BCG comes in at the end, but again, in this list, end is not a bad thing. And I think that it's one of the strengths of BCG that they're willing to consider more criteria. So let's just recap the firms in the different rounds, right? So McKinsey first round, well, obviously, if you pass the PST, the first round would be you're given a case, you meant to come up with your structure, and you asked questions around the structure you come up with, usually six questions, and you meant to give the uh, responses that the interviewer is looking for. I don't think first round McKinsey is difficult at all. If you fail McKinsey first round, then you maybe want to reconsider whether you should be in consulting because McKinsey first round is easy. It's the easiest of any of the first rounds you're going to face. Second round is tougher. I think McKinsey has up their game in second round. And what I like about McKinsey is that they do package fit communication and quite heavy math into their second round. McKinsey second rounds tend to be quite hard. You have to be on the ball in terms of communication, confidence, wrapping up issues, bold in your assertions, creative, and you have to be really good at the math as well. 
BCG first round, I think, is pretty intense. I mean, they do ask these very broad, conceptually difficult cases, and they do throw in quite a lot of math. I think BCG first round and BCG and McKinsey second round are very similar. But I think that the BCG people tend to be a lot more open to allowing you to be a bit more creative in your solutions. Roland Berger, I can only comment on Roland Berger first rounds, which have impressed me in the offices that we've had candidates interviewing. As you go further rounds, it defers by office. And that's where I think Roland Berger needs to maybe improve the quality controls. I've seen offices that do four rounds. In some places, they do two rounds. In other places, they do six rounds. That's not the way you should operate. They need to be consistent and uniform across offices. But if we just look at the first round, which is where we decided to rate them because we don't have data on the others, they are very strong and they are doing a good job. Bain, round one tends to be very heavily on the math. Round two tends to be very heavy on math and graphs and so on. My only concern with Bain is that I think that it's focused too heavily on data analysis. And they're not hiring consultants who are conceptually as strong as they could be. Of course, Bain may disagree with this, but I think we've got a sample size of 128 candidates we deal with in a year. And that allows us to give us a very good understanding in terms of what's happening. So for a candidate listening to this podcast, how does this help you? Well, I think that if you're going in for a Bain interview, be able to read graphs and analyze them under intense pressure. If you cannot do that, you're not going to pass a Bain interview. McKinsey first round, you've got to be able to come up with a good structure and you've got to be able to then answer questions related to that structure. For McKinsey second round, BCG first round, BCG second round, you have to have the full package because that's what they're looking for. Confidence, eloquence, communication skills, be able to be conceptually strong and be able to do strong data analysis. Roland Berger first round, you have to be able to, I think, answer conceptually difficult questions, but you also have to be able to demonstrate that you have the leadership skills that you say you've had if you're making a transition from another firm. I do find that the Rollenberger cases to be different across offices. It's difficult to be able to generalize in terms of what they're looking for. I've seen different cases being used in the Chinese offices versus, say, the Northeastern U.S. offices and even the German offices. But I do think in terms of Rollenberger, you do need stamina because they run something like four to five, sometimes six rounds of interviews. And like Bain, they place a greater emphasis on the numbers than I think McKinsey and BCG does. I mean, McKinsey BCG case in terms of numbers are difficult, but the conceptual understanding is even more intense. If you have any questions, please feel free to write to us and we'll be happy to respond to you. Thank you. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.